Greetings! Welcome to Film Gazers, a podcast focusing on the science fiction, horror, fantasy, trinity, and 20th century entertainment. I'm Steph. I'm Jess. We're cousins slash besties. Join us as we reminisce, discuss, and review films from our childhood. <laughs> I like how you get more Shatner. <laughs> from our childhood. <laughs> oh, man. I never knew how to finish a sentence. <laughs> All right, guys. This is um, the last in the Listener's Choice series. Mm-hmm. So we'll be starting a new one next month. I want to go ahead and get that announcement out of the way. June is going to be Shark Month. Yes. And we're going to do Deep Blue Sea and The Meg. Mm-hmm. Deep Blue Sea is, uh, I think, a mutual loved movie uh, from that era, at yes, least. I have deep ties to that movie. <laughs> <laughs> deep deep <laughs> blue sea ties <laughs> and um we both haven't seen the meg right so yeah we wanted to do something we've seen and that we like and one that's new to us and we watched the trailer for the meg and we're like oh it actually looks pretty good we're intrigued yeah <laughs> and again kind of a newer movie which is something We've discussed where for a while we just kind of quit really watching movies for our various reasons. So I feel like we're getting caught up to sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, On what we missed. Yeah. And getting out of our comfort zone of these older films that we like to revisit. <laughs> oh, and just to verify, I had a Facebook, yes, because I'm old, uh, memory pop up. And it literally talked about when I watched Long Kiss Goodnight. And it was nine years ago. So that for sure is how long ago when I went on that binge, because that was what started it, was the long kiss goodnight. And I was like, I have proof. I know it's exactly nine years ago now. (laughs) I was always like, oh, that's probably eight or nine years. Nine. It's been nine. It's been nine. Thanks, Facebook. (laughs) Memory keeper. (laughs) And then (laughs) when my Facebook memories popped up the other day, and it was like eight years ago, and I was like, shit. A lot can change in eight years. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And then I thought about it and I was like, eight years from now, I'm going to be 46. <gasps> Scary. <laughs> oh my God. Are you really going to be 46 in eight years? Yes. I'm 38. That means I'll be 43. Uh-huh. And eight years is not that long from now. I feel like I'm going to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, and then eight years from that. Jessica, you can't be falling like you did. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm an old lady now. I'm break it. That's why I was like, my watch didn't tell anybody I fell. <laughs> well, I fall by myself. <laughs> These are like valley concerns now. <laughs> for, for context. Right before we started recording, Jessica was wearing flip-flops in her defense. It wasn't her fault. It was the flip-flops It was my fault fault for wearing (laughs) flip-flops. But got caught on a scratching post thingy that's my cat's. And she wiped out. It looked like she was about to skydive in my hallway. Her hall cube. I floated for a second. I think you did. And landed in Sphinx pose, if you know what that is in yoga. She did. Right on those knees. <laughs> right knees first. 
<laughs> so she's got some ice packs. She's healing, but she's going to be a trooper and record anyway. I'll be okay. <laughs> so other than us announcing what's coming up and kind of facing and confronting our own decay. Yes. <laughs> What you've been watching, what you've been doing. Um, I have been watching TNG of, still. Of course. And alternating that and Strange New Worlds. Fun. Mm-hmm. How are you liking it? I love Strange New I've, Worlds. I've heard nothing but good things it's about it. It's very reminiscent of TNG. It's mm-hmm. got the same kind of vibe. Awesome. And the actor that plays Pike and the memes about his hair are accurate because it is <laughs> fabulous. Nice. I have still been saving myself. Yeah. <laughs> I think tonight I am going to start um, season three of Picard at least. That's mm-hmm. the one I need to to do. And then I'll get into Strange New Worlds. Hopefully after that. Yeah. And then you also had a, a very jam-packed uh, movie night last night. Did yes, you I did. I um, watched the new Dungeons and Dragons because it's streaming on Paramount Plus right now. Yes. Uh, yeah, we saw. Of course, oh, we yeah, talked about right, yeah. the theaters, but um, so we watched that, and it is two hours and twenty three minutes long. Mm-hmm. But you did love it. Oh yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Nice. Um, she was also a fan of a uh, Michelle Rodriguez, oh, right? She was the best part of the movie to me. Um, she's so badass. I know. I was. Yeah. And she still looks so good. Like she right? was so buff. And, I know. Like her skin was. But yeah, she looked really good in it, and then. After that, I tackled a night's tale. <laughs> and I didn't realize it was two hours and 12 minutes. That was over four hours. That was like almost five hours of movie watching after work. So I was up until one o'clock in the morning. Oh my God. And then I got up at seven this morning to get ready to come over here. <laughs> but I, I don't give a shit because I'm off work so I can do anything when I'm I'm like, as long as I don't have to work. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah, we had um, our movie night. Uh, so we watched The Thing, John Carpenter's, mm-hmm. uh, Kurt Russell. Mr. Kurt Russell. Yes, yeah, so it was my pick because I realized I've never actually watched it. Mm-hmm. I knew about it. I knew what it was about, kind of. Um, I think it just slipped under my radar a little bit. Yeah. But the older I got, the more I see so many people who are especially really into horror movies, this is a lot of times in their top five. Mm. So I was like, well, God, like, how did I never see this one? Right. And uh, it was great. I loved it, like, five stars. Like, I can see why people like it, the special effects, like, you know, the makeup. It was just really cool. It was a really cool movie. It was kind of silly, yeah, in certain things, but it, like... It didn't detract from it for me. Mm-hmm. Like, it was really the classic. I just love that genre and that style of horror, I guess. And it's still kind of sci-fi, too, you know? Right. Like, it was an alien. Um, so, yeah, it was awesome. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> so, we had a great movie night. <laughs> when, when did you watch that recently? Uh, yeah, just this past Thursday. Because mm-hmm. nice. um, to our listeners, it's been two weeks. But for us, it's only been really a week. Since yeah, we've recorded right, right. or whatever. Um, 
So yeah, that's all I got for you. <laughs> I've uh, uh, watched like sixteen hours of television. <laughs> I watched the thing, and I did watch some more of my anime and regular show. Like mm. nothing extravagant. Um, I've been doing a lot of uh, the YouTube aesthetic, you know, kind of background yes, a little I, bit. I also do that a lot because I've been trying to catch up on some journaling and things like that. I found so. a good one this morning. It was. Um, and a Hawaiian um, mm, landscape nice. with Hawaiian music. Oh, nice. So that was very relaxing. I have On to listen Saturday to morning. Hawaiian music a lot kind of at my job sometimes. Oh, okay. Like very so, islandy music. Yeah. So it's been a while since I have. It kind of puts me in like work mode and not yeah, like, relaxed mode. I'm on the beach, but at work. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> when you work on the beach, it's not as fun as people think it is. <laughs> You're like, well, the traffic and then. Yeah, traffic and then there's. There some days, there was one random Thursday a few weeks ago where the water was so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I was almost angry, like, that I had to be in there. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? You just want to yeah. go run out there and be like, I want to go swim in the beach. I want to go lay in the white sand and the emerald waters. I'm like, this is torture. <laughs> I want to play in the beach. First world problems. Yeah. Also happy to announce... My husband and I will be like official business owners. Mm-hmm. Exciting. We kind of registered our like LLC type of thing, so it is exciting. We've been you know working on our um, laser engraving and stuff. So I have some fun stuff in the works. I'm also going to be doing something for our Discord members. Just a heads up, guys. Yeah, something a little fun, little thank you kind of thing. All right, so let's continue on, though. We are doing Becky's Pick, A Mm -hmm. Knight's Tale. Um, She loves this movie. Jessica, not so much when it had come out. I was kind of the same, and then I had actually read some of the Canterbury Tales and everything, so then watched it shortly after that. Kind of got more of the references at certain times of uh, things, so it kind of made me enjoy it a little more that rewatch. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where we stand. So, in this episode, we watched 2001's A Night's Tale. <laughs> <laughs> the release date was May 11th, 2001. Uh, running time, 132 minutes. Substantial. Very long. I forgot that it was this long going into it. Didn't even realize. More like just halfway through I'm like how long is this movie and Andrew's like it's long (laughs) yeah I felt like it was unnecessarily long um there was a lot of like shots to his eyes shots to his eyes shots to his eyes shots to his eyes yes jousting 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 (laughs) jousting jousting I, think, like, I feel like half that could have been cut out. I wrote I did the same thing in some of my notes. That's very true. A lot of, lot of eyeball looking at. A lot of eye fucking. <laughs> Basically. It was, it was directed by Brian Helgland, uh, written by him and produced by him, along with Todd Black and Tim Van Rellum. It was uh, loosely based on The Night's Tale by Jeffrey Chaucer. Um, starring Heath Ledger, Mark Addy, Rufus Sewell, Paul Bettany, Alan Tudyk, <laughs> and James Purefoy. Cinematography, Richard Great Rex. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's that kind a, of a cool last that name. That's a nice last name. Um, edited by Kevin Stitt. Music by Carter Burwell. 
The budget was $65 million. Whoa. Yeah, I felt like that was pretty high. Uh, box office was $117.5 million. So, yeah, that was... <laughs> <laughs> That's that. So on this one, since it was a bit of a, like a period piece, <laughs> I <What> also... <laughs> it, was, it was supposed to be. Uh, historical facts first. I did a little research last night. I also stayed up a little late, but not because I was watching multiple movies. Uh, I was reading some of A Night's Tale by Chaucer, got a little bit of that in, and uh, went down a wormhole of, yeah, just historical things kind of from that time period and all this other stuff. So here's a few fun things. Um, Sir Ulrich von Lichtenstein is... Well, not is, but was a real person. Mm, okay. <laughs> um, he was a knight um, and an author, and he is thought to have kind of invented the idea of chivalry and courtly love. Oh, sweet. So, a little nod there. Um, Paul Bettany's uh, Chaucer uh, threatens the summoner and the partner, like the gambling people or whatever, right. and, you know, saying that, oh, I'm going to make you live on and be like horrible. Yeah. Ever. And, um, well, he really did have the summoner's tale and the partner's tale. He uh, wrote those, and they do feature gross, corrupt <laughs> people. Yeah. And to this day, we're talking about them <laughs> hundreds of years later. So, so he got what he wanted. Right. <laughs> if that was the case. Revenge. Uh, most of Chaucer's life is well documented, but there is a year or so where historians have no idea what he was doing. So this is like a Knight's Tale supposed to be during that year when Chaucer was like MIA. It's supposed to be a true story that he... Uh, oh, yeah. It's just a what if, you know, oh, like, because okay, no one knows okay. what the man did during that year. So you could just come up with whatever okay. you wanted. Um I also found uh, they pretty much have, if you would like to even read... Uh, the original tales they do have it on um harvard's website they have like old english um it has like a translation for you it has middle english and then it has like a more modernized version if you have trouble um reading it there was a long time since i've read oh my gosh it was like reading another language again yeah because i was like oh i've read you know i've read this and i used to read a lot from that era when you study english this is what you do (laughs) you know you read a lot of that stuff um but it's been 16 years for me since I've, like, really bothered to, right. to delve into that. I mean, when you're in school, it feels like a chore a little bit. Like it's Right, not, and I remember I hated it when yeah. we read Shakespeare in school. And it wasn't my favorite era of writing, to be honest. Like, I mean, right. some people, that's their jam, and that's cool. Um, but I did find a cool <clears throat> excerpt from it that I felt that I think this is something they were pulling uh, in one line of the movie. You'll, you'll get it when I read it. So I just thought it was yeah, fun. Yeah. little fun, little fun tidbit. Um, the fairness of that lady that I see, yond in the garden, roaming to and fro, is cause to all my crying and my woe. I know not whether she is a woman or goddess, but Venus it is soothly, as I guess. And therewithal on knees down he fell, and said, Venus, if it be thy will, yow, in this garden thus to transfigure before me, sorrowful, wretched creature, out of this prison help me that we may escape it. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, the Night's Tale, it, it's quite different than the movie, obviously. He kind of really made up his own thing. The Canterbury Tales, there was like two knights. They were kind of imprisoned. It's um, one that saves and chivalry, all of that. 
a little more intricate, uh, very Middle English. <laughs> right. So, so this definitely was a modern um, retelling because now we're going to get into the movie, actual movie facts. Uh, by the mid-1990s, uh, the writer, director, producer, he's a Helgeland. Triple threat. <laughs> yes, triple threat. There we go. <laughs> he um, was pretty well known. He had helped write for uh, 97's LA Confidential, mm. uh, Conspiracy Theory, and The Postman. All three oh. movies, yeah, all three movies that we've enjoyed. Uh, before making his directorial debut with Payback two years later. Um, so he was just ready to kind of switch things up, basically. He's like, hey, I killed all that. Moving on. <laughs> Make it a knight's tale. <laughs> <laughs> so he had read about a knight named William Marshall, um, who did win a fortune by winning jousting tournaments, and he kind of became intrigued by the idea of, um, like, kind of from Chaucer, these traveling knights, you know, who go to all the tourneys to make money. Um, so that was kind of where it came from, because he realized that, like, most medieval movies are about, um, he's quoted to say, uh, they're all about freedom. You know, like, not everything has to be Braveheart. Like, he was like, they had to have, like, laughed at fart jokes. They weren't always so noble. Yeah, exactly. So... That's where he drew on more of the comedic elements that Chaucer kind of wrote in his um, tales and then this idea um, based on this character and all of that. So that's kind of how he meshed it all together. Um, <laughs> this was a funny one. <laughs> that was when he was like getting the actors. So this was with Ledger. And he was like, Ledger had read the script and expressed his enthusiasm. Then he unpacked a long wooden tube at the table. He ended up playing the didgeridoo. <laughs> Helglin says, I just said to myself, this is the guy. <laughs> he can play a didgeridoo. Apparently. He's hired. <laughs> just such a random thing. I'd be like, ooh, didgeridoo. I'm impressed. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I really want to do your movie. <laughs> Well, like, you, you carry that with you? It, he, he was Australian, though, wasn't he? <laughs> yes, but it seems so eccentric. Like, <laughs> oh, I just I love think that. That's I feel like all the stories I hear about Heath Ledger are just wild. Like, yeah. he, uh, he was fearless. He was himself. Like, the girl who was uh, the lady in waiting for the character of Jocelyn, mm -hmm. uh, she was actually played by a future Oscar nominee. Uh, Berenice Bejo, who was in The Artist. Um, so when they were pre-filming, I guess, or whatever, I think the director and everything, they were getting ready. So the actors came like two weeks early because they were supposed to be kind of like reading scripts together and doing all that. And they basically bonded. But it's kind of known that all they did was like party for like two mm -hmm. weeks in the Czech Republic, like before filming um, had been officially started with them. Um so, yeah, that was just a big wild ride for them. They had so much fun. <laughs> so they say that that helped build her... Um, Camaraderie. Yeah, and, and when you watch the film, that's why they seem like they get along so well. Um, in other interviews, um, Bettany has said that uh, the four and a half months that they were filming was very grueling. Um, and he's also a British actor, so this was actually a film with the American Actors Guild, um, so he says he was, uh, it was like being an 18th century pit horse. 
<laughs> because apparently the British Actors Guild and all that, like, they get all these kinds of breaks and, like, oh, you know, like, everything's, yeah. like, really on the up and up. Like, right. And this is America. This is America. We do fuck we won't. Um, Helgeland did fit four speeches for Bettany into the movie. Um, apparently they were pretty good friends in real life, I guess. Mm. And he was supposed to have been in another one of the director's films, but like the studio, for whatever reasons, I saw it a couple of times, like studios didn't seem to like Paul Bettany for some reason. Hmm. And also the jousting was real. Those were real stunt people really jousting. Um, they did have obviously like things, there were safety, you know, precautions in place. Um, and one of the things is, if you notice when they were jousting, how they were like exploding almost every time, you know, the splinters going yeah. everywhere. Um, you know what the, what they did to do that, that look? Linguini. <laughs> Just linguini really? noodles. Oh yeah. God. They would like build the, with like, not the lamps. Hooks, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Last of the fun facts, um, the movie was very long, as we said. Um, apparently, there is a after credit scene. I did not watch oh, it. No, did I did not know. know. But I read about it. I was like, oh, I missed that. Um, apparently, William's team, um, they have a farting contest. Oh, God. <laughs> the scene was improvised. Um, it was suggested by the actors themselves, and the director ended up having to fight to keep it in. <laughs> With that, Jess is going to read the Ya Googled Summary. Peasant-born William Thatcher begins a quest to change his stars, win the heart of an exceedingly fair maiden, and rock his medieval world. With the help of friends, he faces the ultimate test of medieval gallantry, tournament jousting and tries to discover if he has the nettle to become a legend. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I realized that as soon as it started, I was like, oh, yeah, I haven't ever seen this movie because the last time I tried to watch it at 16 years old, when that started and that little scene played out, I said, nope, and I turned it off. <laughs> I was like, mm-mm. It, uh, it was still a little cringy for me. Well, I Because realized... they had them participating. Right. Like, that's where I'm like, No, and I would have been okay weird. with that if it wasn't, like, the straight Freddie Mercury version of the song. Like, if they were actually, everybody was singing it and they were playing their actual instruments. Yeah, like, But more... they were pretending, like, that little bugle horn was a guitar. Like, I was like, <laughs> um. It felt like a weird mashup. It felt like they were doing a lip sync to a radio song. Yeah. And I was like, if they had just, like, like Moulin Rouged it... <laughs> You know, like, there were modern songs, but they sang them themselves, and it was part of the movie. Mm -hmm. Like, this felt so disjointed. I I, didn't think it meshed well together. I agree. I still didn't think it did. I still didn't think that part meshed well, because I think, like you said, you can do this modern and medieval, Mm -hmm. like, mix. 
Um, or like even Bridgerton did it where just the, you know, the, uh, the harp music was playing like an, and I think that's what it is. I feel like this really was an early precursor to all of that. Um, I even read an article where even the director was kind of like, everyone gave me shit. Cause a lot of people have given him shit for this. Like, and it does feel a little disjointed at times. Um, and doesn't mesh like quite how it should, but then he knows people are like all in Bridgerton and all that. And he was like, uh, 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 like, you know, and he's right. No, he is right. Like he did. I feel like kick that off of, he just didn't quite finesse they it. They did yet. it correctly. <laughs> like there, <Sir>. exactly. <laughs> you inspired it for sure. I just, yeah, I felt like it was never quite meshed. And also because the background as well and different parts of this film felt like they were in front of a screen yeah at did, different yeah. times and but then in the next scene it would look like a set you know like they right. were like in it so yeah it just sometimes it just felt like things didn't weren't connecting um that to me was more of the biggest distraction than anything mm-hmm. like the biggest drawback whatever you know i would say about this movie after this rewatch i think just the whole soundtrack was kind of off for me yeah i that's i felt like that was the one thing that i went mm, but I at least don't like it but the rest of the movie they didn't it wasn't that um involved i guess like the music what they weren't actively participating it, in it as it, much exactly it felt like it they started strong with it in the beginning i was like oh yeah <laughs> and then it does though peter off to where you at least get more of the the story of right. the actual actor like yeah you know characters and everything so that i just wanted to get that one big con out of the way because that's just more of I mean, it has nothing to do with the actors or the flow necessarily. Right. That is like the director. <laughs> but when it started out, when I first saw it, I was like, Ew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the the old like yellow text felt very Monty Python like, right. when yeah. we started. Um, I thought that was kind of funny last well, night too. What I thought was funny when I was looking it up on Netflix to watch it, it was a Night Cell and then a Monty Python movie right next to it. Yeah. So I was like, oh, is this kind of supposed to be on the same? On par with that? Uh, in terms of, I guess, maybe of a, like a historical fiction comedy, you yeah. know, a few a medieval like <laughs> comedy. Will. I thought it was. There's funny. very few medieval comedy movies. That is true. <laughs> Your Highness. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I saw that one in theaters. <laughs> so uh, the movie does open with a, a dreadlocked. Keith Ledger. Ledger, I know. That was another thing that was it didn't it didn't bother me as much now as it did back then, like the modern garments in some occasions, but not all of them. Yeah, the clothing. It's like sprinkled in there a little bit of like nineties. Yes, definitely. You could tell which ones were like the nineties tunic. Like when the nineties like, tunic, the nineties hair, the nineties yes. like face paint mm-hmm. and like glitter or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like this time it didn't really bother me that much yeah i thought it like meshed well yeah i thought it was fine mm-hmm. uh so basically the setup is that william and his two buddies they are i guess what pages for the uh the knights i thought they were all squires or squires there we go i don't fucking know <laughs> <laughs> but then i was like they were treating that knight that was dead so horribly and at, when they showed him as a little kid i was like he looked like he was kind of nice like he looked like he took care of him well, I think it was more of he was just upset that he died. Oh. Like, you piece of shit, why did you die on us? Like, <laughs> I well, guess. 
Also, though, apparently they were, like, really hungry and stuff, so I I don't know. Had they all not oh, been eating? Oh, that's true. Like, so... I didn't think about that. Maybe he wasn't that good of a knight, so they're like, fuck you, bro. Like, you're our ticket to eat and shit. You're the noble person. So, either way, yeah. So, he fucking dies, and they're like, we still gonna make this money. Right. <laughs> Put on this helmet. And uh, I guess he practices with the actual knight uh, when the knight's training, so he feels like, hey... I know the basics enough. Right. I got this. And he does. He gets it. And he gets it. And <laughs> man, Heath Ledger, so beautiful. Um, He was so like young. He was very young in this. I never, he was never like my crush when I was mm-hmm. younger. Um, He was so young though. And his acting for and this one to me was still like very very young very early yeah, Heath yeah. Ledger so <laughs> it, it was hit or miss hit or miss I didn't care because of that face yeah and I think that's what it is because uh, even it's such a cute face. my husband watched uh, quite a bit of this one with me apparently he's seen this movie a lot and um, part of that uh, I think we mentioned was uh, has this woman in it yeah Shannon Sosamon was who he loved and I mean every boy in the nineties loved her. And so last night, whatever. he's like, you know what? He was like, she's really not that great of an actress in this. <laughs> he was like, I was blinded <laughs> by her beauty at that time. <laughs> I was like, it was very much uh, kind of of the scene when she's like, God, why have you cursed me with this face? <laughs> right. That was funny. Um, so I do think this movie had funny parts for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Paul Bettany is the... MVP. Shining glory of this film. Mm-hmm. He's great. We get an introduction of him after we had a training montage. I kind of made notes because I'm like, how many songs can we license in this Right. Movie? They had Lowrider was yeah. during the training scene. That I did not like at all, the use of that song. None of the songs scene. meshed well to me. Mm-hmm. I and was, just I never just quite... Didn't, I didn't think they picked... Like, if you're going to do that, pick the right ones. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Pick better. And he, like, really wanted us, he was like, oh, I really wanted, like, a 70s soundtrack. But I, I still felt like even with 70s, if you're going to put yourself to that era, you still, yeah, you still could have chose better ones that would have meshed. That meshed better. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure, for sure. Um, the only one I was like, okay, the boys are back in town. Yeah. And I was just like thinking about his dad and like that was a super tender moment and then the boss. I know. It ruined the pacing. I agree. I was like, oh, okay. oh, I totally agree. Yeah, it's like certain things it's just like, no, you ruined it. You ruined it. You ruined that pacing. I was like, because that was a very tender Well, a music in a movie is a big big thing for me to like mm-hmm. that I like look for. To immerse listen. yourself. Yeah. Because yeah. right. like I said, I was a big I was a big soundtrack fan. I would mm-hmm. buy soundtracks to movies. You did. I remember. Yeah. I had a, Always had a soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. So, yeah, basically the gang has now met, though. Um, Paul Bettany, just naked as a jaybird. As a jaybird. His little tiny booty. <laughs> <laughs> so young as well. So young. They're all so baby-faced. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I love that it has the guy from the Full Monty in it. Oh, yeah. That's Baratheon from Game of yes, Thrones. Yes. Oh, my God. Like... I forgot it. I totally forgot that was him. And, uh... The other guy as well, the redheaded man. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Judith, of him. Right. All, all I can think of is anger management. <laughs> like he got, yeah, he's been in a variety. You know, mm-hmm. he's uh, been in a lot of stuff since then. Although I felt like he also played the character. 
I saw what the director said it was comic genius, but I felt like, I was like, he seems like he's on meth. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't feel like they've seen meth heads in Florida. And we're like, oh, this is funny. And I'm like, he makes me a little nervous. Yeah, I would want to, if he was in Tom Thumb, I would walk out. Yes, exactly. It's exactly. I'll pay at the pump. That was the vibes he gave me. Yeah. I was like, ooh. He's the one freaking out in Walmart. Yeah. And you're like, there's nobody else down that aisle for a reason. I'm not buying tuna today. Exactly. I'll get that online. So we find out that uh, Bethany's character is, in fact, Chaucer. And he can write uh, the letters of, what is it? Patent? What? Patent? 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 I think it was patents, wasn't it? Paternity, I guess. (laughs) The the papers. Because that's the only only way you can actually... um, Prove your legitimacy, I guess. Yeah, compete in tournaments. lineage. Because the whole thing is of noble birth. (laughs) Yes, yes. At least three lines of descendants. That was Southern, but whatever. Mm. (laughs) I don't know noble accents, I guess. And we get a lot of... uh, It's very much a teenage movie. Because Heath Ledger whines a lot. He whines oh to gosh, get his I way know. in almost everything. Um, when they had to like, night. become the horses and run his ass. And he's like, ugh, that just means I have to do it again. I'm like, easy for you to say. You're just standing up on there. Well, and he had taken their money and was like, well, let's just invest it in me. I and know. My and dreams. my change our stars. <laughs> Y'all can still be squires, but just to me. Exactly. <laughs> And that guy's like, I just want to go the fuck home. I know. Like, he's very selfish. Yeah. It, it for me, was hard to find him endearing. Yeah. Like, no, I, I did towards the end. I did not. so cute. No, I did not. Those, that puppy dog face don't do shit for me. Yeah. I'm a cat person. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know who I like the most? Who? Baratheon. <laughs> I know. He was adorable. I was like, I'd snuggle up to him. I mean, I actually was like, uh, what's the bad guy's name? Abadir. Um, he was cute to me. No. <laughs> I was like, he's kind of cute. I like his black curly hair. <laughs> no, his personality. No, his personality is garbage, obviously. And uh, but He I reminds do... me of somebody else that has a face that I want to punch. Well, he was also, though, a Nazi in The Man in the High Castle. So he's got a punching face. Like, oh. That's all. Like, he played a Nazi. Anyone yeah. who played a Nazi has a punchable Always has face. A punching face after that. <laughs> I feel like that's the rule, Tainted. right? Tainted. Tainted. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Nazi. (laughs) So they also add on to their merry group of men, and they have a lady blacksmith, Um, which I think was cool that he, the director was wanting to implement that kind of character in there to give a woman besides the love interest. That Mm -hmm. was his goal of creating this character. Um, It wasn't enough, in my opinion. Like, he... There should have been more, you know, like what with her. substance to her, you mean? Yeah, yeah, just a little more substance. Like, you know, she's like, mm, I'm kind of stubborn. I'll make your armor and look how good it is. And then she has like the line where she's like, oh, well, it is romantic when they're being fucking ridiculous. Yeah, right. <laughs> when she's like, oh, um, if you love me, you'll kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. So teenage girl. I know. I was like. Oh my god. If you love me. If you love me, you'll win the whole tournament. I changed my mind. (laughs) I changed changed my mind. mind. 
I want you to live now. It's like that key and pill, the annoying girlfriend. <laughs> no. <laughs> Megan. It's yeah, Megan. 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 <laughs> That's so funny. She is. So Jocelyn's a Megan. <laughs> yep. uh, and he's the guy that keeps... Obviously, they love it. They keep chasing after it. Well, also, too, it's kind of frustrating because, one, well, also, they all need to stop gambling. I know. <laughs> that was your first problem. <laughs> Maybe you could eat if you'd spend the money on food. Yeah. That's a thought. And, like, quit gambling it and then right. you have to lose it all. And then you're like, well, got to do another tournament. Like, you're in a perpetual cycle of debt yeah, right now. Yeah, it's like the cash advance place. You're never going to get <laughs> you're out. You're never going to get your title back. <laughs> right. <laughs> they gotcha. They gotcha. Been there. Um... So it is. It is a fun movie, though, in that respect of you know them hitting these different circuits, and he's falling in love with this girl. And the jousting scenes were cool. Yeah, yeah. very good. Um, it was fun. To where you're like, oh, it would be kind of fun to watch jousting, I guess. But like, I, don't know. I don't know. Like that's a little too intense for me. I <laughs> right? think to watch in person. Oh, to watch it. Per- no, if it was like real, real, like I can't imagine. How nerve-wracking it must have been when they were doing those scenes with the stunt guys and stuff. Because yeah. they said they were, like, they were padded and everything under the, the armor and all of that. Like, they had as much protection as they could. Yeah, like, but still, just on a horse, like... Yeah, I mean, you can be still break your neck at any yeah, moment. Yeah. Like, yeah, crazy. 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 Um, so, as they uh, start progressing in these uh, tournaments... Uh, Chaucer's speeches, of course, get more and more intricate and funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, again, I think it, we already said it, he was the star of the show. Yes, I'm like, he's Ledger who? <laughs> compared to, yeah, compared to Yeah, compared to the performances. Yeah. Like, just at that, in this movie particularly, like, it was... Well, and I just felt like Heath Ledger's character, I mean, he was so shallow. It was the character. Yeah, it wasn't him. You're so beautiful, you're beautiful. Your beauty, your beauty, your beauty, your beauty. And then she kept talking about, oh, I want somebody that, like, actually cares what I have to say. He still didn't care what you had to say, really. Not really, yeah. He just wanted you... So it was a really, he was, he was a very hard love interest character for me to get on board with. Still, yeah, like, uh, my mind didn't change about that Mm -hmm. uh, during this go. But, I mean, I don't know. I gave him credit because, like, he was a nice guy. Like, he bowed out with that guy, so. Oh, definitely. The prince, you know. I mean, I guess he is supposed to still have some empathy. Yeah. I guess, compared to. He's just a bro. But I. (laughs) He's just a really innocent, nice bro. Yeah, but that was the thing. (laughs) Because then later they are supposed to be, like, riling him up. Going, like, oh, he's a guy who doesn't feed his people. And he's, like. And then, but I feel like at that point it was too little too late. Like, I felt like they were giving you more of the backstory and more of his, like, nightly kind of feelings oh, at chivalry. Okay, yeah. It was too late. By that point, all I've seen him do is be whiny and, like, force his friends to, like, help him, like, Well, it's supposed to be a growth. Needs. Yeah, you know? that's true. That's true. So, yeah, maybe he was. It's his glow up. <laughs> yeah. There you go. It's internally. Well, yeah, he's he's literally becoming a knight. Right. Yeah. Yeah, He's taking on the knightly qualities. Mm -hmm. The protector of Italian virginity. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, oh. That was great. The one scene where he's doing, oh, man, his pickup lines, though, in this, it is, he lays them on thick. (laughs) 
But when we were kind of introduced to uh, what Abadir, the army man, is what I called him, army man, <laughs> and he like disses the drip, where he's like, "Oh, look how old your stuff is!" Ah, 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 right, ah. right. Humiliates him, and so at this point, though, Jocelyn was there. She wasn't cool with that. Yeah. Um, so though she basically, even if he's not like a. She knows he's not, like, a peasant at that point. She does think he's a knight, but she just believes he's, like, a very poor knight, you know, yeah, from out... because that can be a thing. Yeah, like country, the country bumpkin. Yeah. yeah. Which is fine. So, though, that's why it still bothers me that later that's when she was, like, well, you'll lose and this and that. Because, like, she knows he's probably, like, a poor knight. Why? And you know the winning is, like, money that can make or break... She don't like, think about that. When you have money, you don't think exactly. about people not having yeah. it. Yeah, so, like, when they do have the one argument when she was, like, oh, well, we'll be poor and we'll run away and this and that. And he was, like, you know nothing of what you yeah. speak or whatever, like, you know. Sleep inside with the pigs. Yeah, <laughs> like, she's, like, oh, we could do it. And he's, like, really, bitch? Right. <laughs> like, like, I really, really like that scene when he's, like, mm-hmm, really, my noble lady? Like... <laughs> You know nothing, Jon Snow. Mm-hmm. Basically. When uh, the villain is still, like, hanging around doing the tournament. So he already does kick Ulrich's ass, though, the first time. Right. We established that much. And Ulrich is great doing swords. Mm-hmm. And then that's another thing where he's all whiny because he's like, I don't want any swords. Jousting, it's win or nothing. Uh, <laughs> I'm not doing swords. Ever again. Ever again. I'm not going to do what I'm good at. <laughs> right. I got to show this guy. I'm going to do what I'm not the best at. It was so funny. And he does, though, get better. And then they show <laughs> the villain. And I have the chance of Ulrich grow deafening to his ears. This peasant knight shall not step above his station. <laughs> Probably what that guy said <laughs> thought when he looked at his punching jousting. <laughs> like, his punching jousting. His, his, uh... Oh, because I didn't the lance. I didn't know what it was called. I put his pointy, pointy jousting. His pointy jousting. <laughs> and then I later I was like, oh, lance. That's what, that's what it's called. Remember? Because there was that scene where he's like, it's called a lance. Yeah. Hello. I know. And then he when he... One, but Abadair wasn't there, so he's like, doesn't count as a win. Win. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh my gosh. And I love it when he finally does go with the dancing, though, and freaking Baratheon does like a whole project <laughs> runway, and he sews him the most beautiful tunic. <laughs> he was like, it's like, what color is your tunic? And he was like, describing the tent, and he was like, it'll tunic out nicely. And I was like, he did all that hand sewing? He can hand sew that. It's beautiful. (laughs) And then again, he tries to humiliate him at the dance, the villain does. And he's like, oh, well, why don't you show us a dance from Gelderfell or whatever. Gelderfell. What is it? Gelderfell. Gelderfelding? Gelderfeld? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't write, actually, the fake place he was from. (laughs) And uh, so then Shana sews him on like, oh, like this. And then they do this awkward dance scene. But was it supposed to be, are they just like, oh, no one cares about his country's dance. Well, he said it's really similar to. Yeah. So they were just doing that. And then I guess he just like added a clap. (laughs) Clap, 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 clap. But the homeboy over there, he is seething. Yes. Dead ass. Like he's just like (laughs) intense staring at them. It was 
hilarious. <laughs> and then I'm like, this is more that I fucking see. Yeah, <laughs> right. I do you, I do me, I do you, I do me. And then they threw in like the grease dance in there. Did you notice that? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, the funniest part was that so basically Abadir does, he has to leave and actually go do his fucking job, which is like lead an army. Um, he is like in the middle of battle being like Mr. Warman and he has fucking tournament results taken to him. Right. Like, right. come on, bro. <laughs> How obsessed are you? He's obsessed. It's crazy. I was laughing. Like, right. I'm like, this guy, this general guy, like would be, that would be at the forefront Give me the results. He's an incel. And he's like, ugh, ugh. He's going through everyone. <laughs> Ulrich, Ulrich, Ulrich. And he's like, how dare he? He's like, ugh. So funny. <laughs> how I dare mean, he win? This movie was a lot of like, I'm a man and I'm going to pout. <laughs> yes, it had a lot of man pouting for sure. Um, and then when he has uh, his love letters dictated, uh, Heath Ledger's character does. Oh, that part was so funny. Was and they're so all like, funny. <laughs> they all like give their little two cents of like from their love stories love and their lost. own lives. But then I thought it was funny when he, she was like, say poetry to me. When he came to see her in person, he was like, your breast. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, girl. Look at them titties. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> she was like, poetry, that's not poetry. Uh, it's about poetry. Well, see, look. And then for him, it I actually backfired. But I could see that where he could be like, I'm shy in person. I can't. I can't have to write it. I can't say it. Well, also, they're, like, in front of this weird backdrop church. And I, I did not like this scene at all because it was shot from far away, the whole scene. Yeah. I didn't enjoy that. It was, yeah, it was weird for me yeah. to watch. And then they're being so loud, and I was like, does nobody else hear them? And well, so at the end, when, mm-hmm. but I, I liked the end of the scene when she was like, don't just shush at me. <laughs> <laughs> don't direct your shush at me. <laughs> And there was one scene where she was looking in the looking glass, or the holy water. Yeah. And he walked in the church at the holy water, and I was like, what? That's the fakest looking holy water I've ever seen. Yeah, it was definitely like a CG. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sometimes I felt like during that time, they just wanted to see what they could get away with, or like... I guess. What, yeah, it was the early... I'm like, why? Let me like, put that in there. Let's experiment. Mirror water. Oh, look. It looks like she... It looks like her reflection. Yeah. Ugh. Amazing. <laughs> Because I guess maybe real reflections wouldn't show up. I don't know. I have no idea. It just did look a little superimposed. That whole scene did. So yeah. it, was, it was a weird, weird scene. Shot, shot weirdly for shot, 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 <laughs> shot, shot, shot. <laughs> ah, I got like a flashback to my youth. <laughs> shots, shots, shots. No, no more, <laughs> no shots. more shots. No shots. So as we already mentioned, the um. Where she's like, if you love me, you'll lose, basically. Because I guess, though, that is now, now that we're getting to that part, he is supposed to be a little more selfish and arrogant. Because she's basically supposed to be, like, humbling him, kind yeah. of. Like, hey, you're getting too big for your britches, mister. <laughs> Classic. So, he ends up trying to lose. But that's, again, like I said, big ask, I feel like. Because she knows he is supposed to be, like, a, either way, a poor, poor person on the scale of things. Um, he also has people riding on him making that money. Exactly. Nobody them. ever thinks uh, about his other two squires. Yeah, behind. yeah. And then, but it's supposed to be implied of, like, how much they love him. Like, it doesn't feel returned almost, you know, in that sense. 
But also, when they're showing him just get his ass kicked, basically, and she's practically, like, humping that wood beam. I know! Like, oh, he's losing for me! He loves me! <laughs> he really loves me! <laughs> I, I thought she was gonna um, go in a lot sooner and be like, okay, that's enough, you can, like, win now. Nah, she nah. makes sure he gets a big old handicap. And then he's still, and then he's supposed to, though, be able to come back. And win. But she goes and visits him. In his tent. In his tent. And he's like, bed him well. Yes. <laughs> then they immediately go to like, like a childhood flashback. Because um, you basically, that's when, that's when I said it was weird. It was such a long movie. Like, it's fine if you want to give us some backstory of him. But maybe we got that again, uh, kind of like another movie we watched recently where I'm like, give us a little more of the backstory earlier. To where then I have a little more sympathy earlier. Right. And it, you know, and then I get more invested in the character. Um, when they start, when I've kind of been like, oh, he's kind of like an annoying boy. He's kind of you a know, douche. yeah. <laughs> um, so by the time we got that, I'm like, oh, the dad was so like sparkly eyed, the man who played his father. <laughs> yeah. Very glassy eyed kind of guy. Little twinkle in it, like, oh, son, I love you. <laughs> no, he was a good dad. He was a good dad. So. That was a sweet story. I mean, it was sad that he had to give him up that young. Yeah. But I guess it was kind of a now or never thing. Exactly. And that kind of... But then that one... (laughs) He was like, go and live a better life than I have. I was like, I mean, you have a life with your son. Kind of sad. You're like, I guess he's like, my life with you sucks. Go away. Yeah, but he lives in like what they call cheap side. I know. In London, I just thought so. that sounded funny the way he said it. Because I mean, I feel like lived living in London was like the, a death trap. Yeah, well, like the slums. Kind yeah, of. yeah. Like you're gonna get some kind of disease. Yeah, well, because they pour their shit water out the side, <laughs> didn't they back then? Yeah, pretty sure they did. <laughs> so, yeah, rats and shit nibbling on your toes at night. <laughs> Blah. I mean, it was like a medieval times. <laughs> medieval times. It's our cable guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, very long scenes. We get a couple of montages throughout, basically, of this tale as old as time. <laughs> <laughs> And they finally make it to the World Tournament. And uh, Abadir's like, no, you ain't, bitch. Mm -hmm. And he comes back for the the world one to to put Ulrich in his place. The war can know that he ain't noble. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he, like, follows him. He he knows something about... Because he's a cheap little bitch anyway. Yeah, he's a little cheap-ass bitch. A little narc. (laughs) Narc Narc-ass motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Snitches get stitches, bitch. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Follows... Ulrich, uh, because while he is in town, he's obviously going to try to find his dad. And he does. And they have a wonderful reunion. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, that got me in the feels, man. I it was, was very sweet. Yes, it was so sweet. Did he follow his feet home? I know. Oh, <laughs> daddy, he did. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a, a very sweet moment. But ends up being uh, his downfall. Because then when he uh, goes to the tournament the next day uh yeah they're like we know your papers are bullshit yeah but during this time we had failed to mention there was one of the tournaments where it turns out it's like the prince in disguise kind of thing like taking a pseudonym 
and entering the attorneys, but everyone knows it's a fucking prince, so no one will still actually... But the first time, they didn't know it was a prince, because mm-hmm. he was the one that he, like, you know, they let us do a draw when he could have whipped my ass, Yeah, know, or made me forfeit or whatever. Got it, got it. So that even makes, yeah, even more sense. Cause so he's like, like, oh, he's, okay. He is noble. He's yes. a gallant. He's a very knightly man. Knightly. So they have had encounters. So, of course, this worked in his favor. Mm-hmm. So when uh, it's, you know, turns out, hey, and he's a slum the kid. the prince is, did you ever watch that show with Kevin Bacon? Yeah, it was uh, The Following. The Following. He was the cult leader. Yes, he, he was, was also an altered carbon. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Was he an altered carbon? Um, the bad guy, kind of. The rich, oh, you know. Oh, the guy that like, lived in the clouds. Elon Musk. Yes, yes. <laughs> Yeah, That's so right. he's That's been right. in quite a bit of stuff, yeah. too. Yeah. So he was fun. Um, Purefoy was his last name. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that basically, he comes and, like, knights Heath Ledger's ass. Mm-hmm. I was like, nah. And he's like, I know you've been in a dungeon and sitting up here. Now you want to go joust? Yeah. Because, yeah, they straight up arrest him when he tries to get in the tournament. I like how he's going to be stubborn, though. He's like, I'm not going to run. But, yeah, you're just going to get arrested and thrown in the stocks. Yeah. And being thrown in the stocks, that is a death sentence, correct? I don't know. They, you have to be there till you die? Like, you just starve to death out there? I don't is know. That what it is? Or, or is it just in, like, in you do so many yeah, days in it, or I, what? I don't know. I don't know I'm either. I'm not uh, up to date on medieval torture. Yeah, anyone uh, <laughs> knows? Give us a holler. <laughs> um, um, so they do, though, that's how the prince comes to <laughs> like, like, get on the good seat, son. <laughs> this poor guy, like... Like, like a damn guy in the stocks. I know. Like looking up like, hey, hey kid. You can't be a fucking knight. <laughs> Look, Look what, what happened. happened. <laughs> yeah, so it's like game over until the prince comes and saves him. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's Prince Charming. It's very romantic. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, fuck Shannon Sosamon. I want to see that love story. I know. <laughs> Let's see that yes. nice tale. <laughs> Yowie. <laughs> right off into the sunset <laughs> so yeah he can go and he can get in that tournament now yeah. beat the bad guy um so the crazy part is they get to the last one he gets immediately very injured with uh because he had the sugar lamps. tip yes. or whatever the sugar tip <laughs> <laughs> which I was like still like what a little bitch you have to cheat up until the very mm-hmm. end. You don't know that you're good enough to beat him. Well, and then the funniest part, though, is then Heath Ledger's character is like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I can't have any arms. Yeah. So you're meaning to tell us, because they just wanted whatever reason they could to make him without bulky armor of any kind on, so he could be all sweaty. Yeah. You could see him on the horse. Uh-huh. Like, I was like, come on, guys. Like, making him without the armor... Like, that's where I'm just like, so he would rather die right. than lose to this guy. And everybody and like, would let him do it. Yeah. And all, yeah. Even even his little girlfriend, you know, was just like up there like, oh, holding his dad's blind ass hand. He's going for it. He's, yeah. He's without dead. Any <laughs> like, and he died. And he died. All right. Let's get you back to the slum. Yeah. I'm going to go marry that Abadir guy. I guess I'll marry the Abadir. <laughs> like, oh, man. Yeah, so just nuts, though. Well, I guess that's what it is, though, is they're always like, he's so fearless. He's so yeah, well, fearless. Well, he was fearless. 
So Which he, only um, comes with youth. Yes. Let me tell you. Youthful stupidity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As an old person watching this, I'm like, <gasps> dumbass, what an like, avoidable way to yeah, die. I know. <laughs> He's like, it's do or die, yeah. bitches. <laughs> yeah, well. And I like, though. He's like, go. see, now that song would have been good to play. Going down in a blaze of glory. <laughs> If you're going for old. Go and ahead. does he, he screams his own name. I know. <laughs> David watched the during that part and I was like laughing. Like, William! William! <laughs> I was like, why your own name? He cracked me He's like, up. I am the man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, man, you are the man. Going out there, no uh, armor. <laughs> Your yeah. fucking joust tied to your arm. Yeah, so you're a badass you at that badass, point. You are badass, And yeah. he knocks him flat on his back like yeah. he told him to. Exactly. Like he told him he would. Like he told him to. Like he told him to. On your back, bitch. <laughs> and then she's like, that's when she was like, oh, he won. And there's like, blind man tears. <laughs> Which is more moving than... And then I also appreciated at the end the very subtle acting of like the bad guys announcer who like throughout the whole movie yeah, was like they always have a little nod where he's like trying to like outdo his announcing almost yeah. or like he's like mm, mad props mad props and then throughout the whole time so that was very subtle yeah his <laughs> side and then I was like that was very uh, bold of Paul Bettany when he was doing his announcing that he jumped up on the prince's fucking chair right? I was like oh. ain't nobody just stabbed your ass yet. <laughs> I know, and the prince was even like, mm, going a little farther, bro. I didn't knight you. You're the gambling herald. <laughs> I've seen y'all oh. ass more times than I care to admit. Um, so pretty much so, once that happens, they do their little like, oh, we're going to all look over him and say something witty and fun. And then it cuts to like... But the, that didn't really happen, I guess, right? Or that did happen? I guess that happened, no. yeah. It I looked like know. he was like, oh, coming to, and it like happened all over again. Like he fell off the horse again. Oh, maybe. Maybe. I just know they cut dramatically to him like making out with her, and then all of a sudden it turns into like a starry night, and then it's over with. <laughs> and... I'm like, well, just because they defeat him in the jousting tournament, I mean, still doesn't really mean much. Like, yes, you're a knight, but you still don't have land. Like, Right. Her dad's probably still not going to let her marry may- you. Maybe. I don't know. We don't know what kind of dad she has. True. Like, So, yeah. Well, I- and where was her dad? Why was she alone at these events? Usually. And then I read in the synopsis that she was a princess. It just said she was a lady. I don't know if she was a princess. Oh, yeah. They Everyone calls her lady, not princess. Right. So, I don't know. That's where I felt like... But again, I guess it's it's a knight's tale, not her tale. So. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, nobody gives a shit about her dad. <laughs> so, again, that was a knight's tale. What were your thoughts now? <laughs> now. Now. After this watch. <laughs> Um, I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to, See, for I, sure. Like, I was like, oh, it's not as bad as I mm-hmm. thought it was going to be at all. I thought it was really unnecessarily long, yeah. for sure. Um, it was just so... But it was the early aughts, so they had to do a lot of the... Very, just teenage romance. Yeah. For sure. And I feel like that also is what extended it, because they're like, well, we want to have the smoldering eye scene. Yes, the ah, fucking... <laughs> <laughs> and again... 
uh, when we did like Practical Magic even and kind of, again, love stories of that kind of era, it was the montage scenes. Let's have a montage scene. Let's do this mm-hmm. montage scene. So it was a lot of that. Um, again, something where I just think it's kind of funny and it, it lengthens the movie for kind of no reason, but it's sign of the times, right? Right. <laughs> you know, what year this movie probably came out? Like, it was this is obviously early, the early aughts. <laughs> I mean, it was nice to see, um... Little baby Heath Ledger, though. He was so cute in it. Everyone just so young in yeah. it. Like I said, for me, it was Paul Bettany. Uh, oh, yeah. He was totally the standout. Definitely um, the standout breakout role. Like, role. Um, Delivery. The character. In the the movie character, too. exactly. Yeah, I feel like he was even... The character itself was the most well-written. Um, a little more fleshed out. Even getting Heath Ledger's backstory. Again, like, kind of how he played it out. I, he's but, just like he just seems like the kind of guy that he's like he's like a golden retriever. Yeah. He's that kind of guy. That, yeah, that nothing wrong with that kind of guy. No, that's just, how, just that's that kind just, of character. That, that, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> that that does make him a little more endearing, I guess. Yeah. But mm, like you I, said, you're more of a cat person. Yeah. <laughs> Which I feel like is Paul Bettany. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Always showing you his asshole. <laughs> We hope we didn't shit on it too much for you, Becky. <laughs> um, we didn't hate it by any means. No, I it thought was it was, like, fun. if I had to give it a rating, I would say 6 out of 10. Oh, there it yeah. goes, yeah. yeah. Little more, I was going to still go a little more halfway for me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, 10. 5 out of 10, um, maybe a 2.5 to 3 out of 5 stars. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was the pacing and, like I said, more of the directing. The story itself, I feel like the director had a good idea with the story. It was fun. Um, but just how he kind of played it out. A little weird for yeah. me. Um, disjointed, like you said, didn't mesh sometimes in certain parts. And then it just would take me out of it then. But I don't know if I'll watch it again. Or if I do, it's going to be a while. It would be a while before I watch it again, for sure. But And I'm also... You're into Bridgerton. Yes. Becky's into Bridgerton. So I feel like this is definitely more just up... That alley, if you're into that genre, for sure, this is your type of movie. I don't really get into the shows that are like that, but I do like to read, like, mm. historical fiction. Um, so, that was A Night's Tale. A Night's Tale. And that uh, concludes our listener's choice. Mm. We just want to thank everyone so much for even bothering to listen to us. Yes, thank you, thank you. You're really amazing. We're, like, still steadily increasing, like, our downloads now by the month. Um, We've already, like, kind of beat another record for, like, how many we've had in a month, like, so far at this point, you know, Mm. kind of thing. Like, surpassing certain goals. Like, can't believe it. Thank you so much. As always, you can find us at Film Gazers on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. On Twitter is where you can find the Discord uh, link. You can join us there, hang out, um, chit-chat about movies. Um, again, we're not as active as we'd like to be sometimes. I have the app on my phone now. There we go. Let's get on it. (laughs) We'll have to actually, like, in the general chat, too, just, um, remember to, like, when we watch something, do, like, a mini review or something, you know? Like, it's just getting the habit of, like, oh, I should log into this and and do a little, write a little. work and dinner and then yeah but that time 20 minutes tv and then (laughs) time to go to bed (laughs) that's how fast it seems to go (laughs) 
adulthood. Yeah. And uh, next month is going to be Shark Month. So Shark month. stay tuned for that. The Blue Sea, the Meg, going to be fun. Very summertime. All right. So, yeah, join us for that little summer fun. Stay out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, trust me, I do. I am uh, not an ocean swimmer by any means. Oh, oh, I am, I am. Dip my toes in. Mm. Maybe squat down to take a pee. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that's all I'm doing. That's it. <laughs> time to hit the dusty trail. <laughs> Until next time. Later, taters. <laughs>